This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome back. I am excited for this conversation, psychedelic integration. If you are in the industry or you are just a psychonaut or you are curious about psychedelics, we hear the word psychedelic integration thrown around a lot. We hear how important it is, but what is it, right? I think that when I first jumped into this industry just a few short years ago, I heard it tossed around a lot and nobody was really giving a clear definition or exact experiences that I could do to integrate. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you might've heard me talk about the fact that I've done over 140 ayahuasca and peyote ceremonies combined, which is a wild number. And with that, during most of those first experiences, I never heard the word psychedelic integration or the phrase. And so it's, Definitely, I would say a more modern phrase. It's come about in the medicalized industry. Um, I would say it's a more defined phrase and part of the psychedelic experience. And and so I want to share with you what that is, because had I done 10 ayahuasca or peyote ceremonies or three or two or one, And I would have understood the description of psychedelic integration, and I would have been applying these principles to my experiences. I might not have done so many psychedelic experiences, psychedelic journeys. And that's not to say they were harmful. It's not to say that I didn't need anything or didn't get anything from them. But you have a unique opportunity after a psychedelic psychedelic experience for real lasting change, but you have to claim it. You have to do the work. After the ecstasy comes the laundry, says Jack Kornfield, the renowned meditation teacher. So after ecstasy comes the laundry, right? We have to do the integration work to integrate what it is that we're experiencing on our psychedelic journeys. And that goes for whether you're microdosing or macrodosing, whether you're having a full journey or you're microdosing for a specific amount of time. A lot of times when you hear people talk about how to have the best psychedelic experience, you hear about set and setting. So of course, the set that you're doing something in, or sorry, the setting that you're doing something in and setting set and intention is important, but so does what you do with that information. When you come out of that experience, it's equally as important. It's in fact, maybe more important because even if you don't choose a great setting and even if you don't set a great intention and you have a really difficult quote unquote bad trip, I don't really believe in bad trips, but let's say you perceive you had an extremely difficult bad trip. 
what you do with the information that you experienced is more important than the actual experience itself. It's what happens after that experience that can cause lasting change or PTSD around psychedelic substances, right? Trauma is what happens in the body and what is stored in the body and the mind after an experience. Two people can go through the same thing, right? And one person, it was just something that happened to them. And to another person, it's something that defines who they are, right? That's trauma in not a great way, right? So <clears throat> harnessing psychedelic use for the purpose of psychological and spiritual, also known as psycho-spiritual, healing and growth, the immediate post-journey, long-term and post-journey integration phase is an opportune time to rebalance with added intention, utilizing any visions from the psychedelic planes towards your self-care, your personal development, and it can create a visible improvement in your lives as you evolve. Profound, right? So integration is what allowed me to leverage psychedelic medicine and turn fun or enlightening trips into deep personal transformation. And once I really started learning about integration, only more recently, <clears throat> have I really been able to have not just profound understanding and quantum insight about humanity and death and dissolving ego and anxiety and sexual trauma, right? Like I've experience so many, like such a range of <clears throat> insights and profound experiences on psychedelics. But it really wasn't until I started creating a process of integration that each trip was like going into a battle and collecting resources from like the enemy <laughs> and filling my arsenal right? So it's like, I'm going out there, I'm diving deep into this journey. Even if it's fun, I'm going into the subconscious space, the unknown. There's a part where you have to fucking surrender and it's terrifying. It, it, it really can be. And, and then you get over that hurdle and you dive into this space of the subconscious mind and it takes you on this visual psychedelic roller coaster and you don't quite know where it's going to land. But as you move along, you're guided with visualizations of who you are and who you're not. You dissolve your perceptions and you have an opportunity to come back with that knowledge and that information of behind the veil, behind the curtains, right? So I want to talk to you today about the steps of psychedelic integration and what has allowed me leverage to leverage the psychedelic medicine and turn fun, scary, enlightening, bad trips even into deep personal transformation. And it changed the game for me because 
it's okay. I totally believe in doing self-guided recreational psychedelic, psychedelic drugs. But right? The word recreation is also recreation. I don't believe you always have to have a guide for this. I do believe that it's important to self-journey. It's important to self-discovery, but it's what you do with it when you come back, right? So step one is reflect in detail on your experience. If you don't have a pen and paper out already, please go get a pen and paper and write this down or re-listen to this later as you start to integrate your next psychedelic journey. Journal on your experience. What emotions did you experience? What visions did you have? What feelings did you get when you witnessed these visions? Were there audible messages? Was there an overarching theme to your journey? What did you find most challenging and what felt most rewarding? What did you let go of or what were you called to let go of? What part of yourself feels less charged? Like, were you able to look at an experience you have had in your life and find understanding or maybe an aspect of yourself you finally feel acceptance for? Do you feel more integrated? Describe that. What were your greatest insights? So these are just some really great journal prompts that you can go into and really start to detail out your experience. Step two, two is to start choosing what you'd like to focus on. So while you may have traveled worlds and in between timelines, The takeaways can be immense, and it is important to extract some special integral takeaways from your journey. It's really important that you, there are some things that are beautiful that can be embodied and experienced without articulating, but some are really important to kind of ground down into this realm with words. So as you take a look at what you journaled out from the above questions, do any of these stand out? Maybe there are three or four to five things that feel really profound and just start to write those down. The next step is action, taking action. So now that you've identified some things that you'd like to integrate into your life and some overarching things. Maybe it's some specific things to let go of. Maybe it's specific things around your habits and the way you spend your time. Maybe it's forgiveness over towards certain people, places, or things. Maybe it's radical acceptance. Whatever it is that you experience and you've written down as your priorities, it's time to set an action plan. And It's just like the saying goes, intention means little without action, right? So this plan will help you process the insights that have come up and help you integrate them, really grounding them into action. The next thing I really want to talk about is, so those are the three steps, right? But the next thing I want you to be aware of as you take these action steps are there's three ways the psychedelic experience needs to be integrated minimally. And that's 
physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so what does that mean? Physical integration is the way that you spend your time, the way that you spend your day. It's in the habits that you have. It's in the the relationships that you have, right? It's your containers. It's also shows up in your body. So physically, how the sensations show up in your life. Emotions are literally energy in motion. They're intended to flow through our bodies, but so often they get caught up. And that's what we call bound chakras or closed chakras, right? Traumas, just like I said, it's not what it happens to us. It's how we interpret it. And so we have all this stored emotion in the body that hasn't been let out. And what psychedelics allow us to do is look at those experiences through a different lens. And so how can you liberate those emotions that you've now become aware of, or those traumatic events that you become aware of in your psychedelic experience? And how can you unstick those energies in your body? Right? So that's physical. Then there's emotional integration. Psychedelic journeys are deeply emotional experiences, right? They can bring rise to repressed emotions and help us process them. Sometimes processing an emotion during a journey is enough itself, but sometimes it might bring us awareness that we haven't yet processed emotions around something that we believed we had, right? It shines a light on the suppressed emotions. And so because of that, there's an incredibly wide range of how we can feel after a deep inner journey, even after microdosing. All of this applies to microdosing. I just want to have you note. It's just that it's going to be a probably less compound experience. And this is the kind of questioning and answering you're going to be doing more over a flow, like an arc of time, like two or three months, right? So in either case, emotions coming to the surface during your experience or after your experience, or just being aware that there's a stuck energy that needs to move through, It's important to allow yourself the space to do so by managing your expectations and working on emotional resilience. And then we minimize the risk of overwhelm on one aspect of the spectrum and avoidance on the other. And so these psychedelic experiences allow us to witness where we're in avoidance or where we're in overwhelm, right? So emotionally, it's How do we tap into those emotions and really allow ourselves to witness them and become more whole and more integrated and not on two ends of the spectrum in overwhelm or avoidance, right? Where we're either using substances or people or distractions to avoid things, or we're in overwhelm and we're shut down and and in freeze, right? It depends on you know, your trauma response, but we don't want to be on those ends of the spectrums. We want our emotions to be flowing through us and acknowledged. And so this area shines a light on emotions. 
And lastly, but not least, is spiritual integration. Psychedelic experiences allow us to get in touch with spirit, right? A higher power, our highest self, the universe consciousness, whatever we want to call it. They, for me, allow me to tap in to a quantum mathematical ex, um, universal consciousness. That's the word I'm looking for. Universal consciousness of energy that is bigger than myself. I am a part of it. It is not God above me, hell below me. It is really me, a part of an ecosystem. It's it's the butterfly effect in motion. When I'm on a psychedelic, I can see that, right? Like how a butterfly flapping its wings in China can create a hurricane in Miami, right? Like I understand that when I'm on psychedelics, that has a profound impact on the way you perceive death, the way you perceive the world, right? And so in order to have self-expression, we must first have a self to express. So when you're in that state of understanding pure source, pure consciousness, you have the ability to integrate these mystical experiences spiritually. We can review our notion of self, our core beliefs of who we believe ourselves to be, our values, what's important to us, and our habits, right? So some of the questions that you can ask yourself are, what did you learn about yourself? What are your core beliefs? Did you uncover anything new? Are there any harmful or helpful? What kind of person do you want to be going forward? What kind of relationships do you want to cultivate? Right? So these are the three areas, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. As far as practices that go beyond critical thinking, emotional embodiment, and journaling, there's also a range of practices that can be helpful in psychedelic integration. They serve as two functions, connection to self and community. Integrating your experiences in psychedelic are not only important to do in the quiet spaces in ritual, but they're also really important to do in community of like-minded people. You don't want to be the only person you know who's ever done an acid trip. Let's just put it that way, right? Like, how can you live in a world of people who've never experienced God on such a profound level or whatever you call God, right? So here's some of my favorite practices that involved connection to self and community. Obviously, I was a yoga teacher for eight years, 10 years, and So yoga for me is one of the best physical practices because it not only is a physical practice of asana, that's what what we traditionally practice in yoga studios is the asana. That's the physical practice of doing sun salutations on a mat, et cetera. But it's also a moving meditation. It will create space for you to connect to yourself, especially trauma-informed yoga yin yoga, restorative practices. These practices are also usually backed by 
the ancient yoga philosophy. There's conversations in the room. There's inspiration, right? And you're also working through the body, unsticking your chakra system, unsticking the trauma out of the fascia, out of the fascia. And when you do that, you not only create physical space in your body, but you're creating emotional space in your body. Secondly, meditation. It's called one of the most accessible practices. I don't know if I believe that it's accessible to most people. It is simple and free, but it's not easy. There's so many visual guided um, meditation practices now and apps that I do think it's the most accessible that it's ever been. And I think it's really important to try several different types of meditation before you say it's not for you. But developing a meditation practice is perhaps one of the most profound life-changing things that you can do for yourself because you can take it anywhere. And it absolutely, a regular meditation practice will alter your life, period. It'll reduce anxiety. It'll help you with aging. It will reduce depression. It It improves creativity and focus problem solving, like everything that you can say about psychedelics is also possible through meditation. And that's, that's wild because it's an act of creating intention and focus on an internal space that draws energy to you. And we so easily give that away all fucking day, all day. I cannot overstate enough how important meditation practice is. And also, once you have meditation practice, it's so easy to drop back into it once you cultivate it. So finding a meditation studio, I really recommend. It's definitely the way I got started. And now I can meditate at home in the drop of a dime. I could do it for 45 minutes if I want. My favorite is after I practice yoga or in the bath. Um, So meditation, breath work. This is another one. Holotropic breath work. You can move energy, release stored emotions in your body. There's other types of breath work that are more soothing. So it just depends on what you resonate with most. Same thing with breath work. Don't try one class or one app and say, this is not for me. Really find a practitioner that you resonate with and you enjoy the type of breath work you're doing and you feel something afterwards. Breath work is another one of those things that's kind of hard to get into unless like you just hit it off right away and you're like, this is fucking awesome. Some people do, but it's for me, it was one of those things where I've done it a few times with a few different people and it wasn't till I did it with someone specific that had a profound experience. So don't give up on it. There's things like intuitive dance, journaling. We've already talked on journaling. 
There's obviously talk therapy, somatic experiencing, you guys. Ugh. It was developed by trauma therapist Peter Levine with the goal to modify the trauma-released stress response. I cannot tell you enough about somatic experiencing. I will link my friend Abby. She is an amazing somatic experiencing coach. Um, it helps particularly in the treatment of PTSD and addiction, and it can be integrated with other models of therapy. You guys got to work with Abby. She's amazing. Um, the next, another option are integration circles, which is like finding a community. I will be launching one soon. You guys, I'm so excited. Um, and integration coaching, which is a one-on-one -on -one experience with either a therapist or a coach. I do offer integration coaching as well. We really excavate what it is that you experienced in your journey or in your, what are you experiencing in your microdosing? You get extensive support. It's different than therapy because it's much more focused on immediate action and your future rather than reflecting an interpretation of your past. And the other thing that I think is really beautiful in integration coaching is that the practices that we use there, you remain sovereign. You remain in charge. It is a internal guided journey and it's you who I'm on the ride with. You're the one guiding it. Your internal system is guiding it, right? And so I just get to be a witness to that. Whereas it's not like career coaching where I give you a lot of my advice. This is really us tapping into your higher self and allowing you to lead the way, your higher self, your higher consciousness, that thing that you connected to in the journey or that you're connecting to on the microdose, right? And then, like I mentioned, integration circles, which I'm also going to be launching soon. It's going to be another great way to work with like-minded people who are going through similar experiences. So you'll not just feel seen, you'll feel understood and in a safe space for you to process, for you to meet other people going through the same things you're going through and for us to have a collective consciousness of not just healing, but also stepping into our power, right? Letting go of addictions, moving into the space of vitality. And so I can't understate integration circles and integration coaching enough either. You guys having somebody and a group of people really rooting for you to change your lifestyle, to change your habits, to let go of Western medicine, to release depression, release anxiety, release addiction to people, places, things, or substances. That's why AA works so well, right? That's why there's millions of members around the world. I think I mentioned talk therapy is another form of integration, obviously. Um, 
You just want to make sure that you find a specialist who is really willing to work with you on the integration piece of your psychedelic journey in a non-judgmental way. It's really important. Um, you can look out for depth or Jungarian psychology, transpersonal psychology, or IFS psychology or therapy. Um, IFS therapy is internal family systems. It's extremely complementary to psychedelic medicine where it's, it's parts work. So it brings to light and liberates the parts that we've tucked away in our shadows, which is what we're working with in psychedelics. It's amazing. And lastly, if you feel like you have had profound experiences on psychedelics, just imagine what it was like, what it would be like if they were integrated intentionally. What would that feel like? The to-do list that you've been avoiding for months? Is it that knowing like that book you want to read, but just sits on the self and taunts you instead of that, it's a red and integrated book. It's the paid bills. It's the paid taxes. Not that that's like what we're literally doing. It's just like that feeling of like the things that we are avoid doing for years and days. It's like getting those things done. Because once you know something, you can't unknow it. And that's the thing about a psychedelic experience, right? It's like we go in there, the veil is lifted. And then if you don't do anything with it, it's just this thing that you know that's sitting on a shelf, right? So these medicines can bring us all sorts of gifts, but it's what we do with these gifts that put us on a path to sovereignty to purpose and enlightenment. And the good thing is you have all these tools at your access. Every single thing I mentioned, it's not even a heavy lift. So guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to give you guys my favorite things next. Please stay tuned. If you guys never have heard my favorite things, it's just a few minute segment of all my favorite things. So it's actionable steps and inspiration to walk away with. We'll d- dig into it in just a second, but I just want to thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you find major integration, baby. Have a beautiful day. All right, guys, before I leave you, I would like to give you my reoccurring segment where I share my favorite things, tangible products to use, things to walk away with above and beyond the inspiration of these conversations. We have categories, think, read, do, shop, and grab. Today, I'll be highlighting, think, what if your integration was more important than your set and setting? It's a profound thought and one that I think goes against the traditional line of thinking. I already covered it in the podcast, but I want you to really think about that. Do join the wait list. If enrollment is not open, just join our wait list for my group integration and transformational program called Supernatural. 
It's the combination of integration circle of an integration circle and a mastermind where we'll work together with the microdoses to allow you to step into the hologram and create, create and claim your next level. You breaking depression, anxiety, stuckness, addictions, trauma, generational stories and patterning to unveil your purposed path. We'll be launching soon and I'll have several more enrollments a year. That's the plan. So if at the time you hear this, our enrollment is not open, just join the wait list and you'll get notified of the next enrollment period. And lastly, I mentioned this in the podcast. So I wanted to go ahead and leave a link here. Go work with Abby Vernon for somatic experiencing. I can't ever say it enough for those suffering with PTSD and trauma. I highly recommend her, especially if you resonate with the terminology fawn response, fight, freeze, or flee. That is the world of somatic experiencing. And those behaviors are related to trauma responses. And Abby is really well-versed in this world. I mentioned her in the podcast, so I wanted to make sure I linked her here. As always, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please do me a favor, like, subscribe, but most, and share, please share this podcast with somebody it resonates with. But most importantly, can you please do us a favor and write a review? So many people's hands and time go into making these podcasts. This is not just me sitting behind a desk. There's a whole team of people at Hoff Studios. So please help spread the word by boosting the algorithm and writing a review. It means the world to me. I love to see what people write as well. I think it's important to see the impact. It's hard podcasting out here, not knowing if people are hearing it, you know, or not knowing until later, right? Like I'm not in front of you. So the best thing you could do is write a review. Tell me what resonates. Tell me what you'd like to hear more of and share it with somebody you love. Have an amazing day. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and from my team. Bye.